The following program was paid for by Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. The views and opinions expressed on Answers Live are not necessarily those of the staff and management of the station. Management has not investigated the claims made during this program. The views and medical recommendations of guests on Answers Live are not necessarily those of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. As always, consult your health professional regarding any medical decisions. Welcome to Answers Live, your community medical connection, making a partnership of good health. The studio lines are open for your calls and questions. Call 973-267-9687. Now, here's your host, Tom Wood. Good morning and welcome to Answers Live, your community medical connection, creating a partnership of good health. I'm your host, Tom Wood from ANS, Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. We are, as you know, the largest subspecialized neurosurgical group in the state of New Jersey with seven offices located throughout the state. And our newest one is in Somerset, New Jersey in Bedminster on Main Street. Um, get your pens and pencils ready. As always, I have some numbers for you. Of course, the first number is for Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. We can be reached at 973-285-7800. Uh, the other number I want to give you is, of course, our call-in number today to speak to our guest and ask some great questions. It's 973-267-9687. And, of course, Atlantic Neurosurgical website is ansdocs.com. Again, that's ansdocs.com. Dot com. Uh, and again, AnswersLiveNJ.com that you're also already using. Thank you so much for visiting that website. Again, that's the website where these shows will be um, actually forever, so you can go listen to them over and over again. And you could leave me messages on new shows, what you want to hear. Uh, today's show actually came out from that website because we wanted to, uh, again, answer your questions and bring you things that you, you want to know about. Um, so today, what we're going to do, I figured a Happy New Year to everyone, actually. Uh, again, I wish you Happy New Year last week, but uh, I give you a week off, and now we're going to start talking about resolutions. Um, everyone makes those resolutions every year, uh, but do we actually keep them? That's the, big, uh, that's the big thing out there. And most of us don't, so I thought I'd bring on an expert uh, to help guide us on resolutions and how to stay on that. So um, one of my past guests that uh, you might remember, Dr. Alina Newberger from eMedical Offices, spoke to you guys on the flu, and uh, she's very knowledgeable on nutrition and, and how to keep healthy. So I said, who's the best one to bring on and talk about resolutions? So again, today is Dr. Alina Newberger. Good morning, Dr. Newberger. Good morning, Tom. Thank you again for coming back. Again, she's from eMedical Offices. Um, she's part of EMA, which is Emergency Medical Associates. They cover probably most of the ERs. When you go to an ER in New Jersey, you're probably uh, meeting one of the ER physicians from EMA. Uh, and to learn about them or to get in touch with um, Dr. Newberger after the show, it's eMedicalOffices.com. So again, good morning to you, Dr. Newberger. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, thanks for having me back. It's good to be here. Um, I uh, work at eMedical Offices. As Tom said, uh, we are an urgent care office, so a walk-in clinic. Um, we're located at uh, 369 Springfield Avenue in Berkeley Heights. Uh, and our phone number there is 908-464-6700. That number is for, you can use for, for questions, but not appointments because we don't take them. We're, uh, you just can come in anytime. Okay. We're open 12 hours a day, uh, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., uh, which will expand to weekends in February. And we see patients of all ages for anything from upper respiratory in illnesses, urinary infections, skin problems, digestive issues, down to sprains, fractures, and anything you might see this season. 
Okay, so a place where to go where you don't want to sit and wait in an ER that long, get the great care, but you can go somewhere closer and easier to get to. Uh, precisely. Our wait- waiting times are low, and uh, we offer good service. Um, everybody's happy with the convenience we offer, and uh, we invite us to give us. We invite you to give us a try next time your physician is not available. Okay, and that's right in Berkeley Heights. Correct. Okay, that's perfect. You have other offices also, I believe. One in Hillsboro. Uh, one in Hillsboro. Uh, one down the shore in Middletown. Okay. So a large, large group. Well, welcome again. Um, Today I thought we would talk about something unique, of course, because it's New Year's and we all make our resolutions. Um, I wanted to wait a week or two because everyone still continues the partying until around now. So let's start with probably the main question is, in your opinion, what is a resolution? What what is a resolution? Uh, A resolution is a decision one makes in the beginning of the year when they're not completely happy with something they have been doing or the way they've been doing it in the previous year and wish to... improve upon it. Uh, It can be anything from eating habits, their weight, the level of fitness, or really anything that you have not been completely happy with and want to try doing something different. Right. So once we make those resolutions, and they can vary and we'll go into those, um, why do you think, uh, why do do people really change? Is it something that they just say or do you think people really do change? Uh, people do change. It's not easy. That's why uh, the common belief is that people don't change, but they can. It's not easy. Uh, you have to start with small steps, and resolutions are such a step. Um, but the way to achieve a change is to um, to just put some, some um, actions in place that will help you get there. And then once you achieve one thing, you can move to the next. And before you know it, you've changed a habit, you've changed uh, the way you do things, and that can change you as a person, your, your level of health, and, um, and, and whatever you want it to change, it, it can be achieved. Right. Do you feel, in your own opinion, do resolutions actually work? Um, they can work. Um, it's not. It's not easy because, like with any kind of change, um, habits are are ingrained in us, and uh, it's not easy. But you can definitely do things like um, um, change your your mental outlook and help yourself help help yourself uh, get there. Right. But the truth remains that habits are, are hard to break. Otherwise, we'd all be healthy and fit. Right. But we are the result of our habits, both bad and good. Um, in fact, most of our behavior is not the product of well-considered decisions, but shaped by our habits. Right. <clears throat> they actually have a song, I think, uh, that's out there, right? Good habits or habits are hard to break or something like that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, how does change happen? What what happens, in, I guess, in your psyche? Is it, Explain how change happens so we can get an idea of why sometimes it doesn't work. But what happens when, when we try to change? Is there... Well, your, your brain likes um, habits because it's a go-to uh, way of doing things. That's why every time you want to reach for that can of soda or the cigarette or um, whatever your... your um, problem might be, then right. then it's, it's going to take some, some determination to, to change your, your focus and to, um, um, fo- to, to, ma- to make the change. Now, uh, one important thing is to not sound too restrictive. Our brains don't like that. Right. So instead of saying, I can't have cake, I'm on a diet, you can say, I'm trying to work on my carb intake, so I'm going to pass on this piece of cake. But later, if I still want it, I'll, I'll have a little piece. That's actually interesting because when you trigger that in me, because of course you know through my whole life I'm always trying to you know lose some weight or or do certain things. And when you said the brain doesn't like that, is that an actual true? 
is that true? Because I would believe that because I used to say or hear people always repeat and say, oh, well, I'm going to diet. I'm going to diet. And they just get heavier and heavier. So even with me, when people see me eating something, they go, oh, are you on a diet? And I, abs- I always say to them, oh, absolutely not. I'm just eating healthier. Um, I'm trying a new thing. I'm doing a gluten. I'm restricting my gluten. I'm trying a new thing. I'm restricting carbs. And it does seem to work better. So there is something in your brain, I guess, that doesn't like that. I, I can't smoke anymore. I can't eat anymore. It doesn't like that, huh? Um, I don't know that for a fact, but I absolutely believe that um, whenever whenever you say you, you tell yourself no, you you increase your cravings. Uh, that's why the the key is to eat healthy foods when you're moderately hungry uh, to reprogram them. Um, and it's good news to know that it only takes two or three weeks of uh, let's say doing things a certain way before you before you start preferring them. Such as um, you know, eat, if you eat healthy for about three weeks, then you st- you will start preferring those foods. Right, so then you're on that track where your body likes that kind of action. Um, before we get into specifics on uh, resolutions and, and ideas for everyone, let's talk about, and so we can get it out of the way, is why do you think most resolutions do fail? Um, a couple of reasons are um, that resolutions need to be very specific to work, and uh, people may be tempted to make too vague uh, decisions. For instance, I'm going to lose weight or even lose a pound a week, fit into my favorite dress by the summer, or start exercising. Those are not specific enough. Those are goals. And we should always decide on a goal first. But um, when we talk about a resolution, we should decide on the action we need to take towards that goal. Another reason uh, they might not work is when they're too drastic. For instance, you can't expect a two-pack-a-day smoker to quit cold turkey. But to decide uh, decreasing smoking to one pack a day for two weeks and then go from there, depending on how he feels, might be more manageable. Right. So we want to set that goal where it doesn't sound very scary for uh, us to achieve. Um, on that note, let's let's actually be more specific um, so let's go through what uh, some resolutions for specific goals, and let's keep it somewhat on the health. So for people listening that are diabetics out there, what are some really good resolutions or specific goals that you would recommend as a physician for diabetics? If you are di- diabetic aiming for better glucose control, your your end goal should be eliminating most carbs. Now, that's not that shouldn't be a resolution. You you might start by uh, let's say adding protein to your breakfast if you weren't doing it before. For instance, you could uh, replace breakfast cereal with eggs, protein shakes, or yogurt. Another idea is uh, to not eat any fast absorbable carbohydrates on an empty stomach. For instance, if you must have that juice, have it at the end of a meal and not in the morning on an empty stomach. Um, The foods with a high glycemic index, which are the foods you will want to eliminate in the end, such as pasta, um, you know, sweets, you can start pairing them with a high fiber food. For instance, you could have pasta with spinach, you could have oatmeal with bran cereal. Eliminating them will be the end goal, but these are some steps that might ease you into it. Um, One thing I like to say is resolutions are to a lifestyle change what a sprint is to a marathon mm-hmm. so you can you shouldn't just start eliminating everything right off the bat um, i mean you might try that it's just not something that most people have been successful with while if you just put some small changes in place 
and you can just tackle the harder ones later on. Okay. Um, I, know, I know you're extremely knowledgeable in nutrition. I actually want to bring you back in a, in a few uh, weeks or months to do a show full on nutrition because I know a lot of our listeners love that type of show. But you said something about carbohydrates, and, and it's really for me, but everyone could listen to your answer. Um, with carbohydrates themselves, how do they convert to sugar? You said for diabetics they should reduce their carbohydrates, and even my kids were asking me about complex carbohydrates. What's the better ones? People say don't eat white flour. Pertaining to carbs, how does carbs convert in the body? So people understand exactly what happens. Um, there are two car- types of car- carbohydrates, uh, like as you mentioned, the complex and the simple. The simple carbohydrates are really the bad ones because they uh, get absorbed very quickly and they turn to sugar immediately. Okay. And that is is what is going to spike your insulin level and what's going to make you deposit those carbs in the form of the fat. Um, now, the complex carbohydrates, they come packed with fiber. So they take a while to be absorbed. Uh, that's why without that spike, the absorption is more of a straight line and it will not trigger an insulin spike. Um, that's why it, it uh, creates less havoc on your system, so to speak. Um, some examples of fast carbs are any kinds of sweets uh, and, like you said, white flowers, anything like white pasta, bread. Um, complex carbohydrates are the ones that come in grains, such as rice, oats, um, wheat berries, and the uh, whole wheat uh, products, such as pasta and bread. Okay. I want to clear that up just for my own, because uh, you hear so many people talking about low-carb diets and carbides and complex. Um, to get back to the question on what are some resolutions for specific goals, um, a big one that probably most people are interested in is weight loss. Um, what do you think? How, how, how should we start with that for resolutions on that? Well, my preference in terms of weight loss is to focus on the health of the uh, the healthfulness of the eat, foods we eat as opposed to just the calories because that way you'll achieve a more sustainable result. However, if you want to uh, focus on your calories, a good place to start is uh, to stop drinking your calories. You could uh, eliminate the soda, juice, uh, milk and sugar in your coffee or tea and just stick to water. That's that's a good idea. Now, the other thing, uh, other things you could do is eliminate fried foods. They pack a lot of calories and don't bring any good to your body. Um, You could uh, replace a sandwich with a salad in situations where you would normally order a sandwich, like when you go out for lunch um, with with your work buddies, or you you could even change your go-to lunch place to a healthier one. Instead of a pizza slice, you could go for for a salad bar. Okay. And speaking on salads, I wanted to mention to everyone uh, your thoughts on salad dressings, because I see a lot of uh, a lot of women at work and all over, they'll have these salads, but then I see them pouring on these dressings that probably has more calories than a whole sub. That is true. However, I wouldn't deter anybody from eating a salad because of the dressing. Uh, the The benefit of the, that the salad brings to your body is not just from what it doesn't bring, which is extra calories, but right. what it does bring, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. Uh, it's basically our only way to eat fresh vegetables short of eating baby carrots for a right, snack. Right, right. Um, so, yes, it would be good if we could stick to the vinaigrette, which is the lowest calorie, uh, and it brings in the olive oil, which is a good fat. Uh, the problem with the ranch kind of dressings um, is the... Um, the Fat content, the, 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 right? Not just the fat content, but the vegetable oils that are hyd- uh, hydrogenated. So um, the less we could use that, the better. However, if the only way you eat a salad is with ranch dressing, just go ahead and have it because it's 
it's still better than that slice of pizza. Yeah, I guess you're right. Before. Yeah, bringing in the vegetables and that hydrogenation. We're going to save that for our show then we do on nutrition because that's a big topic. That's my thing. I'm trying to stop all that. And we'll do a show on that and educate everybody uh, about that. Let's go to one more health topic for specific goals, which is very common, which is hypertension. Yes, hypertensives uh, should try to limit their salt intake, uh, which is not easy in today's world. Salt is everywhere, even if you don't sprinkle it on your food. It's in pickles, deli meats, cheeses. Those are uh, a good thing to eliminate if you're hypertensive or at least reduced. The other hidden enemy is the salt in the prepackaged foods. Uh, any food that you would that you buy in a in a neat little package at the store, it, it will be packed with with salt because that is how uh, we extend its shelf life. So if you reduce prepackaged foods and replace them with uh, home-cooked meals, then you would be doing yourself a favor. Um, Eating out is always, um, I I should say, tricky or a challenge uh, because um, more often than not, things that you would eat at a restaurant are are laden with with salt. Right. A question on salt, um, again, for my own personal, is if you don't have a health issue like hypertension or a disease process, is salt bad for you in, in, on itself? So you and I, hopefully we're both sitting here very healthy. Um, should we watch our salt intake too? Does it affect the body if, say, I overeat salt? Because sometimes I say you go to a radizio or something where all those meats and they are latent. I actually don't feel right. I feel like my body actually is swollen and I'm so thirsty. So it does affect an, a normal person without a health problem per se. Uh, it doesn't. It does definitely affect your your system. Okay. Now the opinions out there are split in terms of what salt actually does to you. Uh, there's one train of thought that says um, salt is good for you because it brings it pulls more f- more um, fluid in the in the vascular bed okay. and it it. Uh, in somebody without hypertension, uh, that small increase in the blood pressure it can feel make you feel better. Okay. Um, now, my personal belief is that salt is not good for you because another thing that it does it is uh, leaches calcium out of your bo- uh, out of your bones, oh. and that's a problem from every for everybody. So I think moderation is the key. And if you feel bloated and um, like you've had too much salt and you're too thirsty, then that's your cue that you've probably had too right. much. That's how I feel. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Dr. Alina Newberger. I'm Tom Wood of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. Suffering from neck or back pain can truly disrupt your life. Every day I hear of the stories of people whose lives have been devastated by nerve pain, but who are afraid to see a neurosurgeon. They're scared of surgery. But at Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists, we make getting back to the life you want possible using a variety of minimally invasive treatments. Our group of specialists are among the best trained doctors in the state, the leaders in stroke and minimally invasive spine and brain tumor procedures, and we view surgery as the last option. Don't be afraid to end your pain. Trust Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. We have eight offices throughout New Jersey and are affiliated with most healthcare systems. Call 973-285-7800 or visit us at ansdocs.com. That's ansdocs.com. Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. We've truly got your back. Welcome back to Answers Live. I'm your host, Tom Wood, from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. The call-in number today to speak to Dr. Alina Newberger from E-Medical Offices is 973-267-9680. 
1-800-273-8687. And I wanted to make another announcement from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. Um, our spine center is now seeing patients, uh, which basically means if you're having a backache, you can actually come see us from the onset of that back pain. We now have an in-network physician that would see you and kind of work you up and send you for pain management or physical therapy and really uh, kind of take over um, your back care from the beginning. Again, surgery is always the last option, even with um, Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. So call our office for more information on that. Now let's get back to the topic of resolutions. Um, again, I was speaking. I'm speaking to Dr. Alina Newberger from E Medical Offices, and we left off on what are some specific goals for specific types of illnesses or uh, goals that we have and how to achieve them. And we went through diabetes and weight loss and hypertension. And the final one I want to discuss with you, Dr. Newberger, are those people who say, "I'm going to exercise more this year." What? Give us some insight on that one. Uh, those kind of resolutions will depend on your level of fitness when you start. Uh, clearly, if you already go to the gym, um, then uh, your resolution is going to be different from someone's who has never been. Uh, one important thing to remember is to not rely on the gym uh, and to accompany it with some healthy um, eating uh, changes because it takes... 30 hours of exercise for the average person to lose one pound of body fat if that's not uh, supported by, by changes in how you eat. Uh, a, a few places to start uh, could be um, to take the stairs instead of the elevator for a few flights, to park on the far end of the parking lot, or to start going to the gym maybe just, just once a week um, or maybe for an hour, half an hour. You could uh, do a power walk with a friend. Um, th these are some things that could help. So make it fun. Basically, exactly. To uh, if you know you're gonna um, need some help, you always want to um, Im to focus on things that you like about the changes you made. Uh, for instance, to uh, invite a friend to accompany on that power walk, uh, to focus on how enjoyable it, it is to walk outside. Right. Things like that. Okay. So now that I'm depressed, though, you said 30 hours of exercise to lose one pound. If you don't change uh, one pound of body fat. Uh, yes. One pound of body fat. Okay, but that's without dieting or changing anything right, else. Right. Exactly. Okay. So I'll just focus on that aspect because I do try to eat healthy. Uh, <clears throat> but I was like, oh my God, I go to the gym all the time. I have to go even more now. Um, so like, how do we measure success in changing a habit? How would you, how, what's your opinion on that? Uh, depending on, on, that depends on what the habit is. If it's a weight loss goal that we're trying to, to achieve, then that's easy to measure. If it's something like eating healthier, that's a little harder to measure. However, you can, uh, you can start feeling better after just a month or two of implementing the changes. Um, the, the better way to look at it is just look, if you made the resolution, then it means you are not happy with the way things, things were before. And look at it, look at how you're doing things now. Are you, uh, do you feel better about your 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 uh, choices? Do you um, d does your family feel feel better about your choices? Right. And how strict do you think we should be with health issues? Uh, I am fine with exceptions. Uh, for that reason, we discussed before of being too restrictive. Um, nothing will will hurt you long term unless you do it long term. So. Right. Um, if, if you reach for that piece of cake or candy or whatever your vice is every now and then, that's going to be okay as long as what you do day in and day out is, is healthy. All right. So you agree. My mom used to always tell me moderation, you know, don't restrict things. If you want a little piece of candy, have one piece of candy, not five pieces of candy. Um, so everything in moderation. Um, what if I couldn't stick to my resolution, which, you know, a lot of us in reality, we start them, we, we can't. Um, should we just give up? Should we start again in February? Uh, if it doesn't work, should we continue to try to hit this goal? 
Yes, again, let me refer back to that uh, comparison with a, with a marathon. Uh, the lifestyle change is going to be a marathon. So any setback, uh, we shouldn't um, let it affect us. We should just try again. It doesn't mean that if you, um, you know, didn't eat well for two days in, in January, the whole year should go out the window. You should just um, get yourself back on track and, and try again. Um, you could look at what you what didn't work and what, what made the temptation hard to resist? Was it that you were doing it alone? Then you could uh, involve your loved ones. You could resolve to cook from scratch for the whole family once a week, to stop buying processed foods for the whole family, not just doing it yourself. Um, just look at what was it that didn't allow you to move forward and just improve upon that. Right. So a lot of times I, I noticed just from talking to people even on the show is when you're trying to do something, it's better to involve the entire family. And, and somewhat, like you said, not going on a diet, but we're going to eat healthier this year. So if you start to cook for the entire family and get rid of those treats and snacks and prepackaged foods within the house, it's so much easier, I would believe, to stay on track. Exactly. And that applies to exercise also. For instance, we could take the children on that power walk or we could plan a hiking vacation instead of a, I don't know, amusement right. park vacation right. things like that um, we could use bring out the good china when we start serving salads to the children or to the you know members of our family good who idea. might not otherwise in, embrace it um, you could play your favorite music when you exercise yeah that's like definitely that. a motivator um, how could I help myself stay on track I, I hear so many people um, you know just in in my work and my personal life saying I you know I have no willpower now me I'm very blessed I don't know if it's willpower. I'm just very obsessive, compulsive when it comes to specific goals. But there are people out there that just don't have that willpower. Um, and what is your suggestion for people like that? How do they help themselves stay on track without that willpower? Uh, one way to do that is to focus on the things you like about the changes you made. Uh, for instance, the flavor of a dish might come through better without the sugar and salt. Um, you could use more herbs and spices instead of sugar, salt, and fat. Um, it is more fun to browse at the health store than at the supermarket, so you can focus on that. Um, the other thing uh, you could do is remember that we perform better when we feel better. So just playing that favorite music when you're at the treadmill can help you uh, go the extra mile. Now, in terms of changes you could do for the whole family, you could change the, way, the place you hang out with your family instead of instead of um, hanging out at the food court at the mall you could look at the shops or instead of going to the mall altogether you could spend some time at the bookstore um, just pick places where the temptation is low for instance the YMCA instead of the town fair take the children to a juice bar instead of the ice cream place Things right. like that. So maybe overall is just changing your sequence of events, like your routines that you did the past year. Let's change it up completely to maybe accommodate the new goal we have. Um, with speaking with that, do you feel that we can change someone else's habits? So for those people who may be healthy and going to exercise and they have an overweight child or they have an overweight parent who they've been trying to motivate, and we all know, uh, you and I especially having children, to get someone else to do something is very difficult, especially a child or a parent. Um, what is your suggestions for helping to change other people's habits? It is very difficult up to, I'm going to say impossible, to change somebody uh, into doing what you want them to do. However, you can help them achieve their own uh, changes. Um, the, a good first step would be to um, help them identify their own goals. It's, it's easier done on a spouse than on a child. Um, but see if they want to lose weight, eat healthier, or whatever their goal might be, and then you can try help them. If you're going to... Um, 
tell them what you want them to do and expect them to, to change into that, that's that's not going to happen. Even for children, that's that's going to be probably too hard. Right. And we both know that all too well. Um, what are some examples of small changes that we can make uh, for an overall um, better health? Uh, like I said, I know nutrition is your thing, and I want to bring you back for a whole show on that because um, it interests me so much. But for everyone listening, what are some examples of that? Little small changes that we can make overall for better health. And even if the resolution fails, what are some tips that we can tell people to really focus on this year? Uh, I've touched upon that before, but a, a couple of other ones would be to start juicing. You hear about the benefits of juicing all the time. You might try to start, start that. Uh, if you're not used to cooking, you can start cooking from scratch. At least one meal a week will make a difference. You can start buying organic, at least fruit and vegetables, if you weren't doing that before. Or you might try to introduce one healthy food each week, um, something like kale or, um, let's say, another leafy green that you're not used to. Um, the other things that you could do is just change what you buy. Um, if you and then you'll just be stuck using that anyway. You can replace canola oil with extra virgin olive oil, first cold press. That's going to make your meals healthier. You could buy chicken and turkey and grill it instead of cold cuts. You might uh, buy dried fruit instead of fruit snacks. And moving away from the nutrition, uh, we could buy aluminum-free deodorant. That's going to um, protect you from, from dangerous chemicals that might enter your body. Um, these are th- some things you could do. Now, if you, if we're talking about habits, you might try uh, getting into the habit of eating a salad every day or not snacking after dinner. Uh, you might use smaller plates uh, for portion control when you do sit down to eat. Um, these are th- some things you could um, you could do. Okay, those are <clears throat> great suggestions, and really, I think most of them are achievable. I think what it is is getting into your mindset. And really want to f- uh, face that goal and change what it is. And I think everything is in moderation, uh, taking baby steps, and little by little introducing your body so it doesn't feel that you're restricting it. You're just making healthy changes. Again, Dr. Newberg, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I do want to bring you back uh, in the next several weeks or months to come back and do a full-blown nutritional show because you're so knowledgeable on that. And there's so many things out um, as far as nutrition I want to touch base on. Again, that was Dr. Alina Newberger from eMedical Office. Offices. You can reach her by visiting emedicaloffices.com and learn about them. She is located in Berkeley Heights. I'm Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. Again, our number is 973-285-7800. And again, remember to visit our website. Our Spine Center is now open seeing patients. I want to thank you again for listening, and I will be in touch and talking to you again next Sunday. Have a wonderful day. Join us again next week for Answers Live, your community medical connection, making a partnership of good health. The preceding program was paid for by Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. The views and opinions expressed on Answers Live are not necessarily those of the staff and management of the station. Management has not investigated the claims made during this program. The views and medical recommendations of guests on Answers Live are not necessarily those of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. As always, consult your health professional regarding any medical